According to Gartner, organizations are accelerating digital transformation processes for long-term growth and profitability. And yet, the same survey says 53% of organizations remain untested in the face of digital challenge. And so their digital transformation readiness may not necessarily be able to ride the times. With us today is Ms. Elaine Zhao, CEO for Senior International, to share with us her views on the qualities that make up a stand-up leader for the new still digital post-pandemic normal. Elaine, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank you. Can you describe for us how leaders behave before the pandemic, so before 2020? In CNU, we have been trained and equipped leaders over 300,000 in Asia-Pacific region through the last 11 years. And mostly we are doing for executive level and CC level for the leadership. And three common areas we founded the segmentation before COVID-2020. The first one, one of the challenge leaders, how they did, is more on the transactional level. It's more on the transactional relationship. It's a business, you're my team member. As long as you do a good job, you are on the performance base. So my relationship with you is you do good at work and I'm good at you. Other than then, I do not have the personal level. So that's number one. And the second one, how leaders did behave before career 2020 is a very, very performance driven. See, like for example, every quarter or, or every half year on the KPI, and that comes as a pursue the target and the number instead of people focus driven. And the last one, which I share is not much on the personal level more focused on the professional level say for example for a director who leaves the company if he leaves the company he leaves alone that means the people might not follow him but he might not have the resources or the relationship with the people in the previous company as well that is what mostly the leaders who did parallel to 2020 what about during the pandemic itself, right? For much of 2020, how did they respond? What changes did you see within the leaderships that you engage with? I will say that depends individual and for different nation as well. As we see in Asia and the Western countries, how each country respond COVID, especially in the beginning of 2020, the post of the COVID from China, each country and respond in a different way. And that go to the personal level as an individual, as a leader. Some leaders are failed and some leaders are doing well. So I will say that that will trace back to the resilience level and the maturity level as a leader themselves. How they embrace the uncertainty and the crisis. How they lead the people and the business in the times of crisis, especially as an unprecedented, we never experienced that before. So I set example on myself as I am in Singapore, but 90% of my business is in China. So before COVID, we have four offices in China, which are Beijing, Shenzhen, Shanghai, and Kunming. In the beginning of, we are the first wave affected by the COVID because our market is in China. So when the COVID came, and we all remember how China is in a chaotic situation as well, and all the people are struggling and suffering for life and death. What happened to my business? We closed down three offices, and most of my team members are expats. They're coming from different nations, but working in China. So when the COVID happened, they have to evacuate back from their own country by the local embassy. So all my team members gone. So the business suddenly like a 
go as well. And I was in a very desperate situation. But what we did is, as a nation, we have the heart for the people as they are in the fire and the water. And what I did in a different way, my own business account, they all laugh at me and say, you let your own business account. But I'm putting the effort and the resources and the connection, help China to buy the mask and buy the PPE from the other countries. Because they didn't prepare for that crisis as well. They do not stock for the mask and the medical equipment. And that's what we happen here. And back to my own experiences, the first my response is, what is this? I do not know how to respond. But one thing I cannot allow myself get into the miserable situation for one month and two months or three months. I have to get back quickly to respond. It is not about myself anymore. It is about the people. And it is about the nation. So I will trace back how leaders respond to COVID. That will depend the leader, the individual themselves, how is the maturity and the resilience level they are as a person, as an attitude and the value they embrace as well. Can you cite or name three leadership lessons that you found very relevant in 2021? For the two years, I'm, I'm in Singapore and I couldn't travel. In the beginning, I was a little bit uneasy. I, for example, I couldn't do what I can do before. I couldn't travel or lead a business as before. And through the two years, my biggest reflection, the first one lesson I learned is how do we anchor ourselves? How do we shape ourselves in the right perspective or right thinking? Either leading our own life or leading team members and the business. How do we anchor ourselves instead of being shifting around by what is happening which i believe in 2020 even now all the news are everywhere bad news and good news is very easily to detract into the news or the social media so the first thing is how do we anchor ourselves and the second is very very important especially in covid i believe covid teach all of us what is really the meaning the importance for life say for example when overnight all the say for leaders have a fame have a title have for a good position or even a good income of the job. But for example, if overnight all the things gone, what is important remain for us? And I will see that the importance of support and love from family, friends and the community how do we stay connected we how do we spend time with the family as well see especially when we lock down in each country and we never have that luxury we consider as a luxury spend the time with the family and with the, our friends the people we love and also the community the group of people who you truly you love and who support you no matter you're successful or you're failed no matter who you are but people who support you and that is essentially important and the last one the lesson I learned, I will see what make us different as a good leaders and by leaders. I will see the one thing is a perspective, especially in the times of crisis and all the things are uncertain. We have fear as well as we do not know what is going on tomorrow. And our team members, they have fear as well. And how do we help them to get over or even to go through the process, help them to deal with their fears and as ourselves. And at the same time, there are so many noises and there are so many distractions around what is happening. And it's very easy for us as a leader or as a person to lose our perspective. Instead of focusing on the vision or the big picture, but we'll be very easily to go to the mainstream, what is happening now, 
what the people around you to say this, especially the negative and the positive. So I will say that the one, how do we guard ourselves, our mind and our thoughts and shape our that perspective to help us to go through in the times of crisis. These are the three top lessons I have been learned and practiced apply into myself through the last two years as well. We're into 2022. What would be your predictions for this year? Either as a COVID with us or now, the challenges will be more challenging, more volatile, more unpredictable as before because the world is continuing running either with COVID or without COVID. That's the one thing we can certain. That's the only thing we can show the world will be more challenging, more volatile than ever before, either as an economy or as a political. And that's number one. But second, I will still say there's a great hope in it. That depends us as an individual, as a how do we step into 2020? Are we step into with a greater expectation, with a hope, or with a greater resilience, or another level of growth as a person? Or we step into with a negative? Say, ah, it's another year with the COVID, we cannot travel. Instead of also, we come complaining, grumbling as well. Is it back to our attitude? How do we embrace it, the new year? Because that will set us continually in a different game, which is are we going into in a positive mind or are we going to having a let's say oh my god it's, a, it's another year with the COVID with the fact is even after the COVID what is going back to normal is not normal again and that's how we are able to bring ourselves set ourselves in a good and a positive form and along the way we stretch and learn ourselves as well how should leaders then lead in 2022? What do you recommend or what do you advise these leaders in terms of how they behave and achieve their goals for 2022? Yes, I will take a little bit deeper on this question as this is a key question, especially for the leaders who are listening and who are reading this article as well. What, what is important, which is how do we lead before and after COVID? And I will highlight a few points here to share and I hope it's beneficial to the leaders who are listening this audio. And as we are teaching and training leaders and not only for the professional development or say leadership development to upgrade your leadership capacity, City. But most important is how do we make that impact or to the people, to the business around us. At the same time, we are able to have a fulfilled and impactful life by ourselves. So the first one, I will say that the adaptive, especially after COVID, say we see the pandemic or in the times of crisis, how do we adapt ourselves? That is the one of the reasons why so many people are suffering, are struggling. Say, I do not want to wear masks. I do not want to follow or comply the rules that the government or the policies how do we able to adapt in the new way of even lifestyle changing adjustment as well and that takes a leader who is able to constantly and consciously to examine themselves how do I adapt and adjust myself to the situation where I am now and what I want to achieve but if I'm so comfortable to stick what I'm used to do and I'm the one to, to be suffering to be miserable so that is number one for adapt and the second one I will say that what makes the leaders who is courageously impactful is a leader who finds his or her purpose. And the question for all of the leaders to ask, what is the purpose for me to lead? What's the purpose for me to be in this position or in these shoes? Because if leaders who are not able to connect that eccentric motivation, who will be very easily to be shifting around and by what is happening by the circumstances, especially when the practice 
come will be hit very hard by the challenges comes. So the second one for leaders to ask how to deal well in 2020 is to ask the question, what is my purpose? What I'm doing is it aligned with my leadership purpose? Because that is the only inspiration for we have the energy, the stamina, health and love to people. We lead them. Third one, I will say, how do we engage people courageously? During COVID, we all know that leaders have to make the tough decisions and we do make a lot of tough decisions. And if the leader who's not able to courageously engage that difficult conversation or make the difficult decisions or even say not able to push back, handle the pushback or the objection from the people and that leader who's not able to move forward with what ultimately he wants to lead to the people. And the fourth one is how to inspire people, inspire the team members. That's a big topic as we are talking about here, especially one after COVID, most of us were working from home for team members from different countries working from home. If we are not able to inspire them for the work they are doing, as we cannot see them, we cannot do as a work interaction as we before. And how do we inspire them to do the work extra and at the same time to engage the work they are doing, have the results. And that comes leaders, how do we understand and engage our employees in that way? That become more challenging before COVID as well, because we cannot, we do not have the in-person interaction. So like there's now first question, which you asked me how leaders behave prior 2020, which is beyond the transactional relationship, how leaders are intentionally to cultivate, to build that engaging with the employees from a personal level. So for example, as I have some team members are still working in Beijing, um, which myself are um, probably before COVID more on the business talk, on the work talk. We come for the meeting, we all have an agenda, go for it. But now during COVID, they are at the home, working from their home and working from home. When we do the video call, video meeting, I will show them around my house. I will show them what I cook. Or you you can show them what is in the, what's the food in my fridge. And I share them what I do, what is my new hobbies, my flowers and my plants. And they feel that, yes, I know Elaine. And they do the same as well. What I cook today, what I enjoy eating. And they feel that I know that person, not only from the work. That takes a level of vulnerability and the genuity as a leader as well, who's able to open up themselves courageously, having that personal relationship with the team members. It's not intimidated, but sometimes leaders who feel is very intimidated to open themselves as a personal level to the team members. And the number five, I will see that how leaders build an adaptive and a resilient culture. First of all, how leaders are intentional to build the adaptive culture, not only for the leaders themselves, they apply, they, they practice in their own life and the work, but also how they help the employees, help the team members to build adaptive habits, adaptive thinking or the thoughts. How do we adapt, adjust in the new, new days? And in fact, no COVID or with, with COVID, everything is a new day. Everything is a new challenges. And how do we adapt? And that is a leader have the mindset, not only for themselves, but help the members as well, team members 
how to help them to have that adaptive mindset and the resilience culture, and which all of us we are having our personal struggles and challenges. How we are able to bounce back to be resilient, even we are going through our own challenges and struggles. See, like for example, a personal story of myself. The first of my when the COVID came, my business is suffering a lot, and my team members and myself as well. And at the same time, I'm leading through my own, leading myself out of the crisis and also the team members. And at the same time, my brother-in-law during the CB, you know, in Singapore, the key breaker, he was admitted in hospital. As a cancer patient, and that was extremely challenging, difficult for the entire family. And every day we have to schedule our time to cook for him and visit him in the hospital. So from the personal challenges, sickness, and health, see the crisis all come together. How we are still able to stay with a positive mind, just keep going forward because the best year to come is now either with COVID crisis or not. And the last point I want to share with you here is from the opening you. Share about the technology and the digitalization. That's a popular word. We all are talking as a business, as a person. For leaders to acknowledge and to realize that yes, how do we how do we use the technology and the digital to accelerate the business and make the impact? And one from the one way, yes, we all thank the technology and the digital. We are able to connect the people, the world as never before. So, like for example, myself, my own family, my parents and sisters, they are living in China for two. Years I couldn't see them in person. I cannot visit them. But one thing we stay connected on the video chat, video call. That's a great advantage. But as a business, that's one one thing. Also, COVID surface to us. We all connected yes through the digital and the technology. But one thing not being over emphasized on the digitalization, but having the constant the human interaction and the human touch. Like recently, we have some of the conversation with the big companies and the C-suite leaders and the C. Also as well, a lot of the business, the process has been automatic, and we all experience that when we have a question, Q and A, seek for some help or assistance. And on the other hand, is a robot, is an AI to who are talking to us. But we want to have the need some of the topics, especially now we are talking about well-being, psychology, health. We want to have a real person to talk with, not a robot or AI who's texting you on the other side. So I will emphasize this point. For leaders who are listening this topic here, at the same time we are adopting technology and digitalization, but remain the deeper understanding. We do not lose the touch with our employees, our team members, the real, the personal interaction, the personal touch, because that makes a hundred percent complete difference. How we come together, technology and the human interaction, and that's essentially important for leaders to bear in mind as we are pushing for the digitalization. The business process in the business. At the same time, how do we engage the people in a personal level? Elaine, thank you very much for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you so much, Alan. It's a great pleasure. That was Elaine Zhao, CEO, Senior International, sharing her experiences and views on leaders of the post-digital era. You are listening in the podcast for future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors@society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. Bye for now. Music